battle is going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years now. Alamu! Oh, oh. It's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. They don't build him like that anymore. Does it for me to tingle up the spine, the tingle in the loins? Messy me, that could have put him in Ward 4. I hope not, Bill. That's a maternity ward. Looked like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. <laughs> welcome back, welcome back Saddle chat, I think it's around 11 now And uh, welcome back to the, the millions of you out there that are listening at the moment I uh, really appreciate you uh, you guys tuning in Off the top, I was listening to a pod today And I want an update from you, Huge The infamous tooth in the quarter pounder Yeah Did we get an update on that? Nah, so McDonald's a... Um promise that they would um, give us a voucher. All they were offering us was a $20 voucher to McCafe. 20 bucks. Yeah. For a human tooth. Yeah. Human. And a quarter pounder. Exactly. So, and then it didn't even come. Didn't arrive. Now you got to follow that up, eh? Yeah. So, <laughs> it's crazy. Because I feel like they're just trying to sweep a murder yeah. un- under the... Um, update though. So, when was that pop? Was that last year or year before? A year ago, yeah. Um, so, Keone, my son still doesn't eat McDonald's. You see, that's the effect. It's, I mean, it's not a bad thing. Loves BK, though. <laughs> it just hasn't touched McDonald's. Good man, K. Yeah. So, um, follow no. up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say my lawyers just, just told me to message you guys again, just in case. I was going to be that piss that tags them on a Facebook post so that they react, but yeah, uh, it's not my style. Human tooth, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty mm. horrendous. Nice. Just thought we'd open with that. Mm, nice. Uh, we'll go around the table uh, tonight. Got a couple of guests in tonight. So we might as well do the full table. I'll go uh, to my left first. La Winitana, welcome. Uh, welcome back to the pod. Kia ora. How's things? Good. Uh, I know you're just going to listen in and chill for a bit, but now that you're here, big 50 this weekend. Yo. Must be pretty proud. Um. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, it takes a couple of years. So it's it's not going to be a big weekend this this weekend. It's going to be next weekend, eh? Oh, big weekend, and this it's going to be massive and, and massive next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when do you guys get um sized up? Ooh, last week. Yeah, last Thursday. Yeah. Is this not that you guys need inspiration to get up? It's already a big game. It's the semi final v Norse out there. Jerry Collins Stadium, but kind of good timing to to pick up a fifty for a semi final. Yeah, um, I think it's it's probably something needed for for the team as well. Um, get up for each other, uh, definitely get up for the for the club. So yeah, something extra to look forward to as well. Nice, uh, and congrats also to uh, Leah and Angel Wheeler, who play their fifty games uh, this weekend as well. Uh, looking forward to, to seeing how that goes. Surely they'll go live on this one. They huge. What's goody? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I assume so. A Norse at home, or they are. Yeah. So yeah, most likely will be uh, televised. Won't be starting any wars. No, I never have. We've we've made amends, mate. It's all good. <laughs> we've said on the pod that they uh, they're actually a, a very classy outfit. They're actually really good commentators. So. Just one little indiscretion back in the day, and mm. you know, just move on, fridge, move on. Yeah, what's goody? Uh, and what's goody to you, Hope? How's things? 
Good, thank you. How's things with you, Fridge? Yeah, good, thank you. Thank you for asking. Yeah, um, it up. yeah what have you been up to? Not a lot, really. Um, been watching a lot of Netflix lately. Um, what are you watching? I've watched lots. Oh, at the moment, I'm watching Neon um, Love Island. Classic. Um, Trash. <laughs> it's just some good, easy watch. Um, there's been a few movies on the trending now on Netflix that have been quite good. I can't remember the names. Um, and a couple series. Um, yeah, not too bad, actually. Had some good watches lately. Nice. Uh, I'm watching um, Obi-Wan Kenobi at the moment, but that drops weekly. Watched that last night. Match fit. Really good. Really sad. With Inga. Like, really, really sad. Um, yeah. How good's uh, Power rocking the Tony Kit, though? Mate, he's a, he's a day one villager. Yeah, he's a billboard. Yeah. Billboard for Tony at the moment, so it's great. Appreciate that, pal. Mm. Um, Hustle was good. You guys watch Hustle? No, yes. I've heard it's good. Mm, good Real good watch. Yeah. Real NBA stars. Connor, yeah, rep- replicated um, the 76ers, kind of some of their head office. And um, what are those days they have with new kids and stuff? Combine. Mm. Like down to a T. Um, yeah. But to be fair, that um, their, some of their Broncos times weren't too bad. Like there's some pretty quality Bronco times they're going in. In that movie. Oh, sorry. I'm so, I've gone back to Matchfit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I had a blank. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, no, no. Sorry, just going back to Matchfit. But did you see the Bronco times that they were doing? Yeah. Like even someone like Keith done like a like eight minutes or something like that, which mm. was pretty decent. For years out of the game. Mm. Yeah. Um, but no, Hustle was on my list to to watch as well. You say Hustler. <laughs> hustle. Oh, Hustle. Yeah, the movie. Um. Before we run up on these, uh, our special guest for tonight. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. Just take it easy, guys. <laughs> How have you been, Huge? Uh, welcome back again. Yeah, no, nah, cheers. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I've been a bit, just a bit, bit busy at work at the moment, so under the pump. Um, got our, our year-end reviews going on at the moment with uh, myself and also doing them for my team as well, so keeping me busy. So why you couldn't get out of this meeting yesterday? <laughs> yeah, it was exactly, exactly why that was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and a couple of those. So it's been pretty full on, um, busy with that. But, yeah, other than that, all good. And you've started looking into all selections around 19s? Yeah, so we've got our nominations from the clubs. Um, so just talking to RDOs at the moment around some of the players and getting a bit of background on them, a bit of feedback. And, um, yeah, we're just deciding now it's getting pretty tight in terms of time frames if we're going to have a trial or if we just pick a larger wider squad and just sort of select them from there so probably decide tomorrow just waiting for a couple of things to get finalized before we make up our minds but yeah we'll begin into the nitty-gritty of it soon and which villager will captain the 19s this year <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well, peter larko is still available but yeah. um but I'll, i think he'll be not surely those guys 19s. full-time lines yeah he will, yeah, he, yeah. will he will be um but yeah, so we'll see. There'll hopefully there'll be a few villagers featuring mm. in the team this year. See nice. how we go. All the best. Cheers, mate. Uh, yeah, and our, our, our guest, I'll intro our guest before we head around to Ezra. Um, is our uh, strength and conditioning coach for the last couple of years. He does a lot more, and I'll, I'll let him talk on that shortly. 
Ben Bailey, welcome to the pod, mate. How's it going? Hello. Good. Um, I know we've been postponing this uh, week over week over week, but we're finally here tonight. Uh, how's training tonight for you and has it been the last kind of couple of weeks? Yeah. Um, thank you very much for having me, finally. How many weeks? Four weeks? Yep. Something like that. Now we're here. It's good. Yeah, training was good tonight. Um, went pretty smoothly. I quite quite like Thursdays because I pretty much finish at quarter past six. And then so with you guys and to just do keep all your rugby stuff. Yeah, and then I just look at the watch. How Which annoying. I also uh, got called out by Pipes today for my cheap warehouse watch. Yeah. Was your watch off? No, my watch was on. Yeah. Yeah, and then he goes, I've got two minutes left on my watch, but I'm the timekeeper. Just a bit of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't question the timekeeper if you're just going to keep checking your own time. And he goes, oh, my watch is connected to the thing in the sky, but then I also looked on my iPhone, which was connected to my watch. Yeah. And iPhones are always right, aren't they? Wow. Ah. Mm. Did right. Depends how many Trojans you got on your phone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how annoying is it? when we keep asking you for time check is it all good part of the job or yeah it's part of we the should job. know better i i like, think it, like we should have a little gauge eh? like if you say five minutes and it felt like a couple of minutes ago we should know there's probably about three minutes to go yeah i think it used to be a lot more frustrating now that you know especially with the players you've seen on the warm-up yeah timekeeping for the warm-up for the boys to get ready to get into their team warm-ups probably the biggest piece of timekeeping you've got to do um bloody players mate i think for them it's more a mental check you know just to keep checking in like that yeah definitely and there's obviously there's a lot of organization you've got to do as well but yeah i'm yelling at the top of my voice yeah you know four minutes like as loud as i can yeah jr big big culprit Two seconds later. How long, Benny? Yeah. Yeah. But I understand it doesn't annoy me whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. And that training was good. Um, I really, really enjoy training as well at the moment. This year in particular, I absolutely love it. Love coming down here. We've got some new gear. So everything's been going really, really smoothly. Um, and I've had a good week. Thank you, Fridge. Cheers. Nice. And uh, <laughs> shout out to Killam. How's the mix grill there, Benny? So good. I love the mix Real grill. Better. I love all the varieties of sauces. I'm a big condiment dude. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hard, hard. Big easy. Mm. How's it going, brother? Been good? Yeah, been good. Yeah, yeah. Very busy. Yeah. Kind of running on adrenaline at the moment, to be honest. It's um, pretty crazy time at the moment, pretty busy, but um, yeah, all going well. So it's just one of those things, really. uh, You sort of plan for this time of the year, but it's not until you actually in the thick of it mm. um you you just have to have contingencies and stuff and obviously i was able to call on a couple of mates yesterday to lend a couple of helping hands and you were one of them and don't know was, how helpful me and that's all about oh, you guys were gold here yeah, so <laughs> um yeah so in a nutshell just you yeah, got a couple of teams um obviously about to assemble and um yeah just running absolutely side by side so normally there's a bit of a bit of a grace period that we might be able to focus on one team one week focus on another one the next week but um yeah it's it's uh just how it is it's worked out this year that yeah both teams assemble basically the same day so thanks for coming out and giving us a wee bit of a hand yesterday for a couple of hours it was awesome to have you guys there so bro big job man yeah big job yep 
big job. Um, but yeah, it's as as taxing as it is, uh, physically it's more the mental mm. side of it because once you get into a groove, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so sometimes you just get into that space and you all, all of a sudden, yeah, you're um you've managed to work out a couple of yeah, a couple of jobs that you were sort of not really looking forward to. But yeah, obviously having you guys here was really good to yeah, help out with the packing of some gear. So thanks for your help. Um but yeah. It's good we can sort of tick that box now and, and worry about the guys coming into camp and getting their kit, which is always a pretty special moment when you get some guys come in and it's like Christmas. Mm. So, yeah. Now, I was probably glad that Huge wasn't there because he's never done a foul in his life. And he wouldn't have been, been much yes. Oh, I saw Huge obviously message yesterday and said, mate, if you need a hand, and I thought, oh, mate, do I ever? And he wasn't even available. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, I didn't think I'd be there next day. A uh, bit busy, but um, I did offer today, but I was a bit freer today. But no, I do apologise. No, no, so all, uh, good. all good, bro. Make all sure, good. obviously, um, I was a bit worried that um, Fridge was the only one there because, as we know, he's also never done a fiel in his life. Mate, but, I was uh, banging it, bro. You, you complained of fatigue afterwards. Yeah, I was tired too. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was on the lookout for a defib there yeah. at one stage, but um, they no, pulled through, stayed yeah. strong. So thanks, yeah. Fridge, you were. <laughs> Absolute gold. So, Fridge was just there for the gears anyway. So, mate, I keep texting work. I go, I'll be in soon, be in soon. And it got to about 1 They're like, you should probably just not even bother coming in. And I was like, I, was, I wasn't gonna. Oh, so, the 10 till 12, I did sort of, I could extend it a bit. Yeah. It it's a mental thing. Like, when, yeah. when you're working on a pallet and you want to get to the bottom of that, you know, just to say yeah, yeah, yeah. you finished it. Um, And then I got, but then, like, I was like, I really don't want to leave until all these boxes are done. So it was cool. I was, I was glad. I... I said to Fridge, says I was kind of going box by box and stuff. And he did, I just said to him, there's no better feeling than seeing the pallet. Because mm. yeah. you look at it and there's obviously four kind of rows of four boxes and stuff like that. So you get through, you see it, and then you're thinking, yes, take that box. You yeah. pick it up and you kind of move it to the side. Yeah. Only to look over and see seven other pallets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you normally do that by yourself? Yeah, so the, oh, well, there's a few of us that um, look after all the teams. So, and all our teams assemble at different times. So, you kind of just beginning of the year, it's like, you know, my teams are assembling mm. May, June, whatever. So, we kind of all just pitch in to help each other. But it right. just so happens that there's a Pack Four tournament at the moment with the Black Ferns. So, my two mates are up at Pack Four at the moment. Mm. So, yeah, it was really just me and I sort of had to yeah, reach out to a yeah. few different people. So. Oh, fair enough. Good times though. Once again, a bit sad I didn't get the call up. <laughs> Missed out on that one as well. Are you? That's all right. That's right. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I've made my peace. Um Yeah. It was it was cool. I did like the experience of kind of working around all that kit. It's hard because there's so much and you're stacking them just so they're ready to be picked when they need to. It really broke my heart when I'd see a pile fall over um, because it was hard to repile again, especially if there's heaps of piles around them. I don't know. Just every time I saw one go down, I was like, it's a little degrading. <laughs> it got personal at one point. Great chat. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, what we'll do now, team, is we're going to throw all the questions at Benny. Get to know him a bit more, see what he does, see what he's doing, see what his plans are and all that kind of jazz. 
And yeah, thanks for taking the time to come out uh, on on Saddle Chat there, Benny. Um, from England, obviously. For you uh, keen listeners out there, you probably picked up the accent. Um, strength and conditioning coach uh, for our premise team for the last couple of years. Tell us a bit about yourself um, before you come over, what you've done, who you work for, and kind of why you chose New Zealand or how you landed here. Yeah. Um, no, thanks a lot for having me on the pod again. I love it. It's a great listen. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm from the south of England, but I lived in Leeds for five years during my university career. Um, and I studied sport and exercise science um, and then a master's in strength and conditioning. And then through that time, uh, had a lot of placements and assistant roles and internships with some professional rugby, rugby league, rugby union clubs. Um, most recent one was with Yorkshire Carnegie Rugby. And that was where Chris Sterling was actually the director Stirlo. of rugby. Sterlo. Yeah. Um, and during that year, I hadn't really done anything abroad or I hadn't really been traveling around or anything like that. So um, I got the idea where somewhere I'd never been before was New Zealand. I've heard a lot about it. Um, I've seen how cool of a place it is. Somewhere a bit warmer. It's exactly the same. <laughs> exactly the same. A bit windier here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing with New Zealand is obviously the rugby um, and plenty of people that were in the clubs that I was with previously had come out here and got experience or had a role somewhere. So I thought, well, well maybe I can keep up what I'm doing as it's quite a competitive job and not an easy sort of industry to get into with sport. Um, I'll try and keep going and I'll use the links in the New Zealanders at the club. And yeah, Sterlo linked me up with Jonesy, who was here, who was the director of rugby here at the time before they got together and uh, made rugby code. Um, yeah. And then, from there, it was all about setting up shop. Um, Tony Morris, actually. Shout out to Toes. Mate, you he... stepped right into his life. Oh, I have. I've taken over. Yeah. yeah. Um, he left me everything. He left me two jobs, one at the gym that I'm at full-time now and one up at Hibs School as the SNC coach there. And obviously, he was the player SNC coach of Patoni and he buggered off to Auckland. Dodgy bike. What a legend. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that gave me the reins and then just chucked straight into it. And since then, not really looked anywhere else, not looked back. It's been great. Uh, two years at the club now. Two years? This is my third season. Third season. Yeah. How have you found it all? Um, just the whole experience, new club, new people, new teams. Um, have you enjoyed it? Uh, what's kind of be your, been your highs and lows of being at the club so far? Yeah, I found it. I found it great, to be honest. I think everyone... Anyone that comes here probably struggle to have a good time here because everyone's so welcoming. The club itself has got so many resources and, you know, it's got a podcast, crying out loud. It's got a podcast, award-winning award winning. Award winning, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's one of those places where it's, I, I guess it's quite infectious to be all the time. And every year I've kind of enjoyed coming more and more, hmm. um, spend more time here. Um, but obviously as a bit of a traveler and coming here solo, I just like get into a new club, get to know someone, go out after a game, spend some time in the club. Yeah. You're not, you're not solo anymore. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, you even done the saddle a couple of times. Uh, played, played footy a couple of times. Yeah? A couple. 
How, how many games have you had? You just the one. Twenty minutes, mate. <laughs> oh, so the one game you played is the one you done your sternum. Rib. Rib. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the experience. <laughs> I remember that. That was at home. I knew you lot would bring this up. I knew it. Who was it against? Norths. It was against Norse, and I, I remember jogging out there, and Greeny was uh, about to go into the change rooms, and he goes, "Oh, Benny," he goes, "Oh, bro, well, I'll see you in hospital," <laughs> and I was like, "Mate, I'll be fine. I've played rugby many times before," and then he goes, "It's Norse, bro." <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes later, I've got my shirt off, and uh, I was out the back, almost in tears, yeah. with uh, Aaron, who was the physio at the time, looking at me, going, "Yeah, he's no good." It was, it was, I remember being back there when you when you come back. There. It was quite um, funny. Um, seeing, seeing seeing you come back there, tough tough debut against Norse. Uh, they're a tough team to debut against. Yeah. yeah. Um, the positives I take out of it is I did get twenty minutes, so I got to play in the shirt, which was good. Um, I got a collapsed lung, but I didn't die from it, so that's good. It's positive. Yeah, that's Real positive. positive. Um, I made the tackle apparently on the guy who gave me the collapsed lung and the broken rib. Uh, and I think we won the game. Yeah, nice. Great success. One. One one. Uh, questions from the floor? <laughs> I've got a couple of questions. First one is um, S&C, like, uh, what's the next step from for you? Like, would you envisage S&C. getting into... Would you envisage getting into sports science type thing? And then the second question is um, your dream job. Like which professional outfit there? Would it be in this code? Would it be in rugby league? We obviously you're pretty familiar with. Would it be in football? Could be netball. Um, the English Roses. Do you have a, yeah, first of all, yeah. Next, next step from here. And then which team would you, would you love to be involved in? In essence, Mm, kind of a hard question there's quite a few ways that it can go um i guess the next step from here would be a professional snc coach for a professional club that would probably be where i'd want to go um i think rugby union i've always grown up playing rugby union um rugby league i only really got into rugby league f- through my first placement with bradford balls um where i got to be immersed in that full time with a pro team. Um, and I do like it, but it's not, I'm, I'm a definitely a union person. The only other sport that I would be very interested to see would be cricket. I like mm. my cricket. Yeah. So that would be quite an interesting one to go and explore um, the strength and conditioning world of cricket. Cause it's a very different sport, but. Mm. I started following um, this cricket page on TikTok and it was, it was following players through uh, Lords. Bro, Buzzy is in there, eh? Like, still real old, and there's heaps of guys in suits just standing around, and bro, pretty amazing. Isn't it Lords where they've only just allowed females, I think, into the gallery? It's so steeped in history oh, and tradition. Geez, which Lords, is it's pretty, 2022. Pretty, yeah, right? Well, exactly. Unbelievable. Exactly, but yeah. Just so. gas them up here, isn't uh, you were sitting <laughs> No, oh, just, I'm just saying, like, you know, there's like just, yeah, some places that still operate like it's you know so i've actually got a good bit of history uh family history for you about cricket and lords on the topic um my grandfather his name's robin marler he had i think two caps for england as an off spinner 
and a ridiculous amount for Sussex. But when I was a bit younger, he was given the presidency of the MCC, the Marlebone Cricket Club. You know about that? Yeah. Um, I can't remember how old I was in the president's box at Lords, getting Coca Colas on tap. Yep. Oh, it was fantastic. So good. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you're a part of the toxic culture around Lords. <laughs> <laughs> Sexism's right <laughs> in my blood. <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. Um, what's your best memory of uh, the club so far or moment or game? The two McBains that we've won have been awesome. I'd say for the first one, it was actually being in the club rooms. Mm. Um, everyone was pretty hammered. Um, Gucci got injured. One of my favorite bits was when Gucci came back to the club and everyone lost it. And that oh. was brilliant. What a legend. Um, and then just, yeah, final whistle. Sam Blackmore. <laughs> Blackmore. Blackmore. Fresh off the bench. Sprinting the sprinting the pitch and scoring a try. Insane. That's fantastic. Yeah. I've really, really enjoyed those two. Um, but I think the little things as well, I don't, I don't want to take for granted just a little like us ordering our kebab over the comms today during the session. Little things like that, that make me so happy. Bro, you know, it, was, it wasn't until I finished telling you what I wanted. But I was like, shit, I just sent that over our comms. <laughs> so I looked over to Pipes to see if he was annoyed. <laughs> and he didn't do anything. So I was like, ah, come on, man. Um, and also, there's going to be, for now, your last year with us. Well, last season. Oh, is that, is that public? I can cut this out. <laughs> I, I can edit this out. It's probably no? a good place to chuck it out, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think most of the coaches will know. Yeah. Maybe some of the players. Yeah. Um, should have should have checked with you before <laughs> this thing. Old Fridgey, eh? That's okay, mate. <laughs> if this stays in. Um, so you're heading back home at the end of the season? Yeah. Um, plans to go back to the UK and spend some time there with friends and family. It's been, I came just before COVID, the first lockdown. So it's been two and a half years ish now since I've been home. COVID, the first. How's that for a rap name? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be good to go go home. My brother's had a child since I've been away, and then he's having another one Jeez. in October, so he's pumping them out. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. So will you be looking to pump them out when you go back home as well? I think it's a little bit soon for me to pump anything out. Yeah. yeah. I know personally as well that I can't pump them out. And uh, you had your parents here, is it back end of our summer as well? No, I was supposed to have them here. Oh. And then they didn't come because of COVID. COVID. The, third, the second. Whatever. No, COVID the third. <laughs> now, so that March, that March trip where I went away, um, went over to the Cook Islands and that was supposed to be for Luke Flett and his wedding mm. with uh, Ellen. And they cancelled that because of COVID. Mum <laughs> and dad were supposed to come over and we were going to travel around Northland and bring them That's back right. down here yeah. to spend some time in Wellington and definitely see Patoni play their first game of the season. And uh, their trip got cancelled because mm. of COVID. Yeah, so they haven't been here yet. Huge. Um. 
you've been involved on a few rep sides while you've been here as well. Um, so how, how's that experience been? And it's sort of been a bit different than obviously Patoni, but you learned quite a bit from yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Um, first one was with the Pride. Um, that was the first year that I got here. And then last season with the Centurions. Um, and then just in and out of the Wellington high performance just for a few days. I think I spent a day or two with the Lions as well. Um, really awesome. Like kind of hammers home as well, the welcoming nature of New Zealand rugby in that an SNC coach could come over to Patoni and hmm. do half a year. And then it's like, come and join the Lions for a day and you can work with the pride this year. Yeah. But really good, good experiences. Um, really good to work with the ladies because hmm. I've not done that yet. Nice. So that was, um, that was definitely a good privilege. Yeah. And definitely a good learning curve as well. It's very different. So probably makes means for your grandfather's misdemeanors back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I haven't spoken to him since, <laughs> nah, that's cool. In terms of sort of English rugby, so you've been involved with uh, you said Yorkshire Carnegie and Bradford Bulls and stuff like that. Sort of what are your comparisons to rugby over there to rugby here? Um in New Zealand, obviously you've had a sort of top level rugby with the pride, um, but then a bit more with the sort of academy centurions. Where do you sort of see those comparisons or differences between the two? There definitely seems to be a big difference in the pool of players back home compared to here. Just, I guess, relates to population back home. There's so many more people in a smaller area. So there's just more teams and I guess more people to pick from, yeah. um, which is kind of reflected, I think, in the leagues, the amount of leagues and competitions we've got, but then also professionalism. So how many people can be, you know, playing in national two and national three and could be being paid. Mm. Whereas you're looking over here at the premier level, which is kind of what the third level down and yeah, not much, yeah. not much money floating around. So yeah. that was a few, few club players getting paid out there. We won't talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about, do you think um, sort of level of the players here? So do you think, because obviously those that don't know, Yorkshire Carnegie was in the championship, which is the one grade down from the premiership. Um, so fully professional. That, that yeah. Grade? yeah. Do you think a few players from here in our Tony could make that transition into that grade or be good enough? Or do you think it's probably more of a Lions, Wellington Lions type level? Yeah, I think there'll be a few that would be good enough here. It might be a bit of a mixture of the two. Mm. So Lions players could make it in there and then we could have a few club players that could make it in there. Yeah. But again, being a professional squad, they'd, they'd probably again have a bit of a bigger pool of players to choose from. Mm. So they might have a lot more reserves available and training with them the whole time yeah. um but yeah real really interesting to see the different disparity of leagues for sure um i'd say the major thing that spoke to me or um i've seen that's different over here is the massive amount of skill that new zealanders and coaches and players all have to go through even from the very basics you could be the highest level but you're going to just work your catch pass and do the micro details all season round yeah whereas didn't see not that I remember anyway, heaps of that back at home. It's yeah. a lot more going to the next level, going to the next level and maybe starting on that higher level, whereas yeah. here the absolute fundamentals are always in there. So I thought that was really, really interesting. That's, that, that's yeah. a really cool thing that I've learned. And from an SNC perspective, so over in England, you sort of think of them as just being gym bunnies and they love love throwing away heavy tin, throwing around heavy Clanging tin, sorry, and banging. Clanging and banging. Whereas over here is more the skill speed sort of stuff. Um, do, is that sort of SNC sort of more targeted towards the heavy lifting or as opposed to being over here? 
yeah, there there was quite a lot more heavy sort of strength training. You know, Yoshi Carnegie and Bradford Bulls, I think um, in the preseason period, especially, they were looking at about seven sessions a week. Um, over here, I haven't been fortunate enough to spend enough time with the likes of the Hurricanes and the Lions to really see what they've been doing. But I think you can just kind of tell from the way that the players play um, and also speaking to some of those guys that are involved in those kind of outfits that it's much more of a focus on playing the game, um, working on their skill and working on their speed. Um, but it's definitely still here. Um, when I did go in and see the Lions doing their training during the season, yeah, really good gym work. Um, meeting the SNC coaches there, they're doing an awesome job as well um, and making sure that they are lifting their weights and getting their stimulus that they need. Um, but yeah, definitely stimulus. Stimulus for G. Always got to get that. Uh, when you do eventually go um, back home, what are say the top three things you'll miss about either Britannia or New Zealand or Wellington? <clears throat> Food or oh mate, Wellington on a plate burgers mm. in August. Mm. Um, they're amazing. Mm. Mm. The dirty burger ones with the um, dirty fries. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, uh, Hex Burger is pretty, pretty good as well. I do like Hex Burgers. I think I'd like him to do another Thursday night burger night. Um, if you're listening, Hack, please could we have another Thursday night burger night? I told him last year he should enter a burger and while he's on the plate, and we'll just, what, just open the club for one night a week for people to come and have burgers. People will do it hmm. just on that. Um, what's it called? And, um, you know, how they go around trying all the burgers and stuff. I reckon it'll work. Yeah. Yeah. You could bump up the prices too, couldn't it? Like, oh, yeah. Big song. Yeah, yeah. Call it the hack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, when it's on a plate, I'm going to miss that. Um, I quite like nature and uh, getting out and about and um, half of the reason really for choosing New Zealand as well is just the place itself, Um, the land and the sea and the mountains and everywhere else. So I'm really going to miss that, especially in Wellington. Like um, I bought a surfboard. I'm terrible at surfing, but I bought (laughs) one Um, and you can just go for a surf, which is incredible. But then if you want it as well, you can just drive up the road for a few hours and then you can go for a ski. Mm. Yeah, or then you could just go hang out on the beach as well in the summer. Um, I love waking up in the morning, going to work, having a coffee, and just looking at the sun coming over the hills. That kind of thing's like a simple pleasure that I think um, I'll really miss. We're at the moment the plans to go into the big smoke into London, so uh, I'm a little bit scared about staring at walls for mm. a little while, especially compared to here. Nice, bro. Uh, do Do you think we take that for granted over here? Maybe yes and no. I think it depends. Yeah, it depends who you are and maybe depends what culture as well. Mm. Um, there's, I've met a lot of people who would happily not look at their screens or phones or stay indoors for days because they can just walk around outside and go up a hill and have a chat. Um, whereas, yeah, there's others that yeah, it doesn't really seem to appeal that much. Um, but understandable. You're born and bred here, you know. That's mm. what you're used to. It's where you live. <clears throat> Uh, last question for me, bro. Um, who's the best player that you've worked with, either attitude-wise or just skill-wise or even fitness-wise here over the last three years? 
I'm a big Tom Carter fan. He, was he trains the, hard, eh? Trains hard and he loves it. Um, even today, he said, can you, do you think it's wise to do some running after training? And I said, well, you're a bit close to the game. Um, and he was like, yeah, I'd be quite keen. Just do a little bit. So that kind of attitude, I love it. And he was, when I first got here, we went into that lockdown and mm. some of the boys were given my details um, to reach out if they had anything they needed or any questions. I think he was the first person to to reach out and ask me some questions and get some help. Um, but yeah, just a genuine good dude, mm. good fun. Um, and yeah, just works super, super hard. Um, and the other one would definitely be the Gooch. Gooch, you mind? The Gooch. Yeah. Real, real down to earth, but then tries so hard to make sure that his body's up to scratch and he can keep playing. Um, so he'll come to me for questions. We've had a few gym sessions together as well. Um, done some programming for him in the past too to to try and bolster him up a little bit. Um, yeah. And a couple of injuries this year, but aside from that, I think he's been doing all right. So, mm. yeah, I'd say he's another one who, who I've really enjoyed working with. Nice, bro. Any other questions from you, fellas? Oh, just from me, actually, Lars just ducked out. It would have been good to have her opinion as well, but you've done a bit of uh, work recently around mental health um, at the club as well and held a seminar. Um, firstly, how was that and how do you think that was received and where do you sort of weigh that importance in this day and I guess in a rugby context and where mental health is at? Yeah, that, I thought that was awesome. Um, yeah, massive shout to La because um, she's kind of picked up that role now in the club uh, as a bit of a mental health support. Um, and she's, like she said before, it's already starting to show effect and it's, you know, everything's starting to come to the surface a little bit. Um, with having multiple people reaching out. Um, rugby especially is one of those sports where I think it's the history of it and the um, persona of a rugby player is to be hard as nails and put everything to the back, whereas it's also an extremely challenging sport, right? So it's not going to be the easiest thing in the world. Um, and yeah, I put, put the thing together because I had another friend back at home um, he wasn't a close friend, but I knew of him and had a few good times together and he committed suicide. And I just thought, I've had enough. What can we do here? Because we actually learn about mental health and sports psychology during our studies. And everyone knows that sports are a real good tool, a hmm. um, real good way to get back up, up to scratch. So I thought, why not just do the tiniest little bit to raise some awareness? Hmm. Um, and I did it at the gym and went down an absolute treat. Everyone was really happy and I thought, we'll, we'll try and link up with La and we'll get it done here. And it was great. Everyone was really engaging, I think. Um, awesome. It obviously sparked a bit of interest from Wellington as well, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. I enjoyed it. Like I said to, to you straight after the session, I was like, man, we should run this again and, and see if we can get more down here. It was interesting the way it started in the group discussions because <clears throat> the, the first part of engagement and the group discussion, like everyone's walls were up here. Hmm. And then it got to the next one and someone would say something real and then they came down a bit. And then by the end, everyone was just talking openly within those groups. That's what I really enjoyed about it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about breaking <clears throat> down those walls. Eh? It's um, like in the stigma about it's, it's, it is changing, I reckon. Um, as you said, back in the day, you'd be like, ah, just suck it up and, you know, carry on and stuff like that. But yeah, a lot more to it. So it's, it's awesome. And the work that you and obviously La are doing and in that space is uh, obviously not just for rugby, but general health and stuff like that is quite important. And I think it's probably, um, fitting as well because this week's men's health week as well so um obviously mental health comes into that but then obviously 
other health and make sure you're checking your bits and all that sort of stuff. So, mm. yeah. Mm. So, no, good stuff, Benny. Yeah, bro. Really appreciate everything that you do uh, for our team and in the wider club as well. You always make yourself available to to everyone. Um, really enjoy working with you as well. My first year in the Prems and stuff, and I just think we've got the right guys in all the right places uh, for us to try to do well. Um, but yeah, you're going you're to hang around for the rest of the pod, and we'll, we'll move on. <clears throat> Main village breakdown. We'll get to the results. Um, I was really un- unprepared. Um, didn't have a agenda ready. But last week's results, Prems 52 v Avalon 19. Huge, you were there behind the end goal. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it was good. It was, um, I mean, the boys done the job that they need to do, go out and get their five points and stuff like that. It wasn't a perfect showing. Um, still uh, probably pushed a few passes that didn't need to be pushed and or held a few passes well at times that probably could have gone. But um, oh, we got what we need to do. And I thought some of the boys played well. There was some pretty good performances as well. thought um, sort of Dill uh, played really well. Um Quite a nice try that he scored as well. I won't, give him, too, won't give him too big a head, but yeah, it was quite a nice, nice try. But um, it was a nice try. Yeah, and good to see uh, Pick finally make his debut as well. It's yeah. been a few uh, false starts over the last year, but finally getting on there. And um, you know he's good. And uh, I said to Is that that kid Pick, he's um, you know he could go places. Yeah. Um, maybe a big future ahead of him. Mm. Yeah, b- big fan of Pick. Eh? Um, he's kind of made it. I feel like he's made it less hard for me to mm. coach someone like him who's going to be in there, done that. Um, he, he, did, he, he did say, because I asked him how the scrums went, and um, like the Avalon pack is humongous. They're, Massive. They're yeah. so big, and like they take a few guys off, and then the guys that come on even bigger, and he said it was um, scrum time. It was just the guy just lent on him, and yeah. there wasn't really much he could do. Just put all his weight onto pick. Yeah. So, you know, a bit of uh, baptism fire, first yeah. game. Um, quite a large pack, but no, he'll himself and he'll be better for it as well. And is games like that can sometimes get away uh, from you if you kind of try to do too much, but pretty happy with the 52 19 results still? Yeah, uh, I think probably the most disappointing fact on the weekend was we let in the 19 points. Um, Avalon, obviously, is a team that. Uh, definitely a confidence team, um, and that you know, and 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 quite niggly. Um, so yeah, so definitely the biggest team in the comp. You know, we've, we've obviously um, you know played MSP and Ores and Laws who, have, you know, and, and every team's going to have one or two guys that are six three, one twenty, one thirty keg. But it just seemed like everyone mm. in that pack, like you say, yeah, in the back line as well. <laughs> It just yeah, so really, really um, yeah, definitely a, a different proposition for our boys. Um, but yeah, but no, it was good to obviously get the job done and um, nice to sort of see Lester kind of slowly getting back yeah, into his groove, which was really good. Um, yeah, Riley was obviously impressive with his four tries, but um, yeah, potentially. I mean, uh, if the combo was uh, a wee bit more smoother, those I mean, each of them could have scored. Six tries it was, yeah, they almost broke that back line at will. Uh, yeah, but no, no, good to put them away. Uh, for me, it was an interesting Saturday. Mm. But Nigley, um, 
pre-match, but it, you know it is what it is. You arrive and there were four football games and obviously a couple of rugby games. So um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you just want to try and make sure that you know it was good. The comms were good. Obviously, we were able to hold the boys back here for a wee bit longer, and um, you just want to make it as yeah as kind of seamless as possible so the guys can get in and do their job. So yeah, with with those sort of challenges, you know, pre-match for the boys, um, yeah, just just good that they were able to get in and and get a good result. We can push on for this week. Benny, uh, did you feel like we adapted pretty well in our prep last week? Ended up kind of doing um, some activation here and our meeting here before going and heading straight into warm-up. Was, was that still pretty seamless for us? Yeah, I think we did pretty well, considering the late notice as well. Hmm. Um, I think we've got quite a good team, uh, coaching, management, and all the players as well that we're, it's all fairly easy to adapt. So yeah, setting up the green room get some skills going, turn up straight out onto the pitch. Yeah, I think obviously it is a bit disruptive, so that might have been a contributing factor to our maybe slowness in some areas, mm. but at the same time, we still won the game. We still got the bonus points, so something must have gone right. But two o'clock, everyone, come on. <laughs> Jeez. Mm. Um, the Colts, we had the Colts first and still undefeated. Pretty good 38-22 win over Tower. Here back at home. Uh, the 85s went down to the X-Men. Big year for the X-Men. Uh, five points to 35. Back here at Patani, number three. Uh, the Brotherhood, 32-29. Big win over Javel. Uh, they were pretty happy with that, given a, a few things that might have happened during the game. Uh, the Prezies just got up <clears throat> over Paraplum. Uh, out there at Nazi Tour Domain. Uh, the Premier Reserves just went down 24-26 to Stokes. Watched a bit of that game on, on YouTube. Yeah, they should have. They should have. They should have. Yeah. Game of the week, though. The Ponies. 34-10 over the outside. Biggest win. Biggest win. Yeah. Well, that's our first win against Ori's um, since we started five years ago. So that was pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, first one of this round anyway. So it was a good good game heading into semis this week. What was the difference? What 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 changed for this week? Because because that's a pretty big big result, but a big score too, thirty four points over over Aurors. Where did you feel like he's um, won the game over over them? Um, it just seemed like on the weekend, sort of things just clicked better than um, how we've been playing. The last few weeks, um, it just felt good, and it just felt like everyone was like on the same level, and just uh, people in places. Um, I guess that everyone was like were confident, and um, everyone was you know doing their role, um, and just key players were doing key things. Um, best forward, best back. Um. Okay. Um, I think CNEP had a really cool, good game. Um, she did a bit of a chip and chip and chase and scored on a try. So I thought that was pretty neat. Um, Great photo, I think that one was. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to pick um, best player because I think everyone just played really well. Mm. Um, it's a real team win. Yeah. Like first half was a bit niggly. Um, we were going into the wind. But we still finished, I think, the half 15-10. So um, 
to be up um in those conditions and and the weather was so out the gate like I think it, it poured down for like 10 minutes of the game and then the sun was back out again like and it was supposed to be we had trained um that it was going to be windy um because it was supposed to be windier than it actually was mm. um so we had a plan in place and we didn't end up go- going with it because we didn't need to um but yeah it was it was just a really good game um and i think everyone was pretty stoked afterwards as well good vibes nice um we'll preview your semi-final uh on the back end there but well done uh just a, a look at all the other <clears throat> our results for the weekend this could be in random order but north 62 Wanui 14 absolute pumping out there at Potiroa Park uh OBU 74 tough day for the the axe men give them the axe uh nil 74 nil uh Poneke 31 damn man MSP bra. 29. Two points, man. Oh, controversial finish, though, eh, apparently. I still, I still got to check out that, that finish. Uh, nah, it should be on PK's page, though. Eh? Yeah. <clears throat> Appar- oh. yeah, MSP, I think we were in about the 82nd minute. MSP were working hard to get out of their own half, and then they finally made it into the half. And there was a big shot put on uh, one of the MSP props. Um, and they caught it, they kind of tussled to go to ground. Once he went to ground, it sort of landed on his back with the ball sort of up here. And he went to sort of place the ball, but the Pornica wanted to come in and sort of break the back, um, hands on the ruck. Um, but the ref was on the other side, missed it. Um, so it potentially could have been a, a Wowsy 40 metre penalty kick to, to win it, but um, yeah, not to be. Uh, rubber the green went Pornica's way, and yeah, they took the five points from the game. So, yeah, one of those one of those things that was, um, yeah, touch and go there. But kudos to Pornica for maintaining the <coughs> streak that they're on. So well done. See Colsey uh, featured as well. He did a bit yeah. of run around, which is mm. awesome to see. Mm. Awesome, awesome to see. Mm. You get them days. Uh Plum twenty five over the Johnsonville Magpies seventeen. Uh, Tower Brotherhood 28, one point loss against the outside. Jeez, close game. Upper Heart Rams couldn't ram it this week. Uh, 51 against 51 to the Eagles. And while while we're on the Eagles, um, shout out to I think his name is Oakley. Yeah. Uh, bit of a bad accident last night at the game, uh, having a few troubles with a, with a serious injury, I guess. Mm. Uh, just wishing you a speedy recovery and stuff. Never good when you see players kind of go down that long and in that bad. But um, yeah, speedy recovery from all of us here at the village. Um, over to the the women's uh, grade. Was it, was it North's nineteen? No, their school's in red for some reason. No, no, MSP won. Oh, okay. So cool. they finished top of the table. Yeah, uh, MSP done. Yeah, one. Uh, Avalon, 65-17 over Paraplum. They go through to a final against Wainui, who beat Poneke 48-15. Hmm. Not bad. Any thoughts on those games? Or I just kill time here? 
have a lot of obviously uh, on mm. the improve, eh? Yeah, they did change the beat in that so round. They'll be hard to beat. Why do we, yeah, have the work cut up? They put up a poster for their finals this week, and I think they had about 29 players in it. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's great. Who? Avalon. Yeah. 29 players. Are they the Aurors of the hat? <clears throat> yes. Nah. But nah, it's cool. It's cool to see that they've got so many numbers. Yeah. Um, Super Rugby. Big week for Super Rugby. Mm. Uh, who was the semi? Chiefs v Crusaders and Blues v Brumbies. Yeah. Brumbies get out of jail there. Sorry, Blues. Offer. Doing his own uh, two post appointment. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I could have swore he must have been offside to do that, but having looked back now, he's onside. He's he looked yeah. onside, yeah. Yeah. Was, you gotta want it. It was it was yeah, outstanding. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's a couple of close games this year with uh, between the blues and the brumbies come mm. down to the wire. So blues got up both times, which is good. Is that the Chiefs couldn't buy a try on, on Saturday? Squandered a lot of opportunities. Yeah. And um, what's up with his penalty count? Insane. Nine penalties, well, Crusaders, no go. Yep. Crusaders yeah, got the rub of the green. 222 tackles, though. That's unbelievable. And their defence was outstanding. Tom Christie, I think, made 30 tackles in one game in 80 minutes. That's more tackles than Khan Green's made in 106 <laughs> games. <laughs> Um, yeah, some of the yeah, unreal. Um, yeah, they 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 toe the line, but and I just think going into the weekend, I think the Blues have been pretty. Blues were lucky to get away yeah. on Saturday against the Brumbies, yeah. um, and their their that they'll the attack will need to click. Otherwise, I think the Saders will yeah wrap up in a, another another championship on Saturday. <clears> but full yeah, full crowd. I think hey, full capacity. Man, which Good to see. So, full credit. Um, I just thought the Chiefs' attack was pretty one-dimensional. Like, it was a lot of one-off running and not much creativity involved. And that's probably goes down to why the Crusaders made so many tackles because they're just running down their channel the whole time. You know what that is? No mana. <laughs> you got no mana up there, bro. Yeah. I just thought they need to... Like, when it clearly wasn't working, I think they should have just tried something different and had a go, but... Yeah. And you've got to bank the points when they're available. Yeah. Kick your goals, cook the three, start again. Mm. Just went to the well too often and didn't work. Going to the the Brumbies game though, like it's I know you like to see New Zealand teams win, but it's it's been actually awesome to see that get narrow. Like that year we I think we won like thirty games in a row against the Australian opposition, but it's been actually really good to no. see the Aussie teams compete. Oh, I reckon it it makes a better product. Don't like them. rugby. <laughs> um but yeah, you guys know how much of, of a big fan I am of Australian rugby. Um, what I liked, I saw a video pop up and they were singing their, their um, team song, club song, afterwards. I like that. Eh? It's good from him. Not to go out on a, on a downer, but to celebrate, you know, he still made a semi. Oh, sorry, a semi. Yeah. Give me a prediction on Chiefs, Blues, and Margin. 12 and under or 13 plus is? Crusaders, Blues? Yeah, Crusaders, Blues too, yep. <laughs> Crusaders, 1 to 12. <clears throat> oh, 13 plus is out the, out the window this week, boys. Yeah. No, Crusaders by 10 on Saturday. Ben Bailey. Yeah, I'd go with that. Crusaders, 1 to 12. Crusaders are actually the underdogs, aren't they? 
Get out. Put what, your a couple house of injuries. on it for G. No. There's no way the Crusaders are underdogs going into this. No, will they game. top Aunt Rose top of the table? That doesn't mean anything. Um, yeah, no, there's no way they're underdogs, bro. <laughs> go into TAB there. Um, I'm gonna go blues. Uh, one to twelve. I like that. Yeah. Not the origin. I mean, we're talking super. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we don't want to bring up Origin, do we? Oh, we can't. No, actually, I think we do because um, <laughs> now nah, I'll bring that up later. Yeah. Uh, hope. Um, <clears throat> I want the Blues to win. Um, if they win, it'll be like by one point because that's how they like to win these days. Um, yeah. I think the Crusaders will win, but I want the Blues to win by one point. I think the Blues want it more. I know everyone wants it, but I'm going Blues, 12 and under. Blues by eight. Both teams are absolutely stacked. Have you seen your team list or said that? Yeah. Like, that's that's going to be a good game either way. I think it's only Caleb Clark, probably, that's missing from the Blues, 23. Yeah, they, Otherwise, they named Papali, yeah. Yeah, on the bench, but he's still a bit iffy, Reckon maybe. Papali. 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 Before we get into uh, the NRL results, NRL, that's what I said, NRL, uh, All Blacks were named mm. uh, on the weekend. On the weekend? Monday. On Monday. Thoughts, wins, losses, you know, unlucky, any bolsters for you? Uh, one that I threw out there early was uh, Finley Christie. Mm. Is that his name? Yeah. Interesting. Well, He's playing well. Where was this guy when he was playing for Hurricanes? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Like the Warriors, they, they go away and play <clears> better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, him. Him in there. Yeah. Feel for Weber. But does he play Maldis? Yep, him and uh, TJ and the Maldis. He's got a strong Maldi heritage, does he? Cool. Just check, Just checking. <clears throat> no racist. <laughs> uh, thoughts on, on that squad, guys? Uh, yeah, I thought a few interesting calls. Um, I thought the props selections were interesting, um, especially sort of take selecting Big Carl when he's already said that it will, he is leaving at the end of this year, so he's not going to even be here for the World Cup. Why then? Well, according to Foster, it's because he's the best scrummaging loose head in New Zealand rugby, so they wanted that certainty and then you've got Aiden Ross who's young up and coming and uh who's the other Lucid in the squad? Was Lomix Offer. Hey, no, Lomix wasn't named. Missed out. Yeah, missed out. He's in Maldives. Um so yeah I I, I thought that was the main that was a surprising one. I, I don't think Carl would but uh, Carl would make it at all. Um even if he wasn't leaving I thought he's sort of been sort of on the outer last few years. So that was a surprise but you can sort of understand where they're coming from but I would have blooded someone else in there. I would even like to to Mighty Williams in there or Ethan DeGreed, obviously, as well, who missed out. So, so that was surprising. But, yeah, apart from that, and also, like, I know he's a good guy, but Angus Harvell, I thought him being selected as well was a bit of a surprise <clears> for me. I would have gone for a Fletcher Newell. Yeah, um, I don't want to be blooded someone for next year. But Angus is the first name I cross off that yeah. list. Well, because, like, we, I guess with the Carl Lucid experience side of things, you'd understand, but when you've got Nepo and Offer who can play tight head as well, 
you would have thought it would have been a great opportunity to blood a, a young tight head like a um, yeah Fletcher Newell, who is, is lo- who is the future of, of New Zealand rugby tight heads. Is Lomax injured? No, no, just not selected. It's in the Maoris playing playing for Maoris against Ireland. Cool, cool. So yeah, yeah. So that that was the main interesting point I thought was the front row. Ben, any thoughts on the uh, All Black squad? Seems to be a lot of uh, New Zealand people either think that you're going to do great or you think you're going down to everybody from the squad selection. Mm. I've like had a few people already be like, oh, we're screwed. We're going to lose. Ireland are going to destroy us. I'm thinking, how? Bloody All Blacks. You've got mm. great players in there. Um, <clears throat> great debates on who and what is going to be the back line. Mm. I've been talking to a lot of people about just a full back line, rattling it off. Yeah. Can't make my mind up, eh? Question, would you have Roger started? I think you put him in test one. Straight in there. Would you start Roger, Hope? I wouldn't. Um, I haven't watched all the Blues games, but um, <clears throat> I mean, if he's in there, he's been playing it with, uh, what's the bro's name? The one here? Rico. Rico. I mean, if they've got a good little... Mm buddy system going on there then I might play him but um yeah I wouldn't just because he's new just you know just work your way in the team yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised if in one of these tests you see Bodie RTS Rico hmm. in one of them hmm. um did you talk about Piranara oh, I didn't we just mentioned he's in the Maldives, must yeah. Cool. Is there a, a, a Māori versus All Blacks game? Or? No. Oh, that'd be great. But there should be. I was yeah, thinking about that be. a couple of weeks ago, yeah. You ever thought about that? Yeah, they've been talking about it for years. Yeah. Oh, have they never done <clears> it? <throat> never done it. Oh. Is it because? And they're in the Māori, they're in the Māori group. They've, they've been talking about it. They want it. They want it. Do you think the ABs is just scared to lose that game? Not skiing. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but it, it's yeah, that's not probably not even a thought for the ABs mm. at the moment. Mm. But that multi side that they named yesterday was um, that's a good side, really strong side, mm. really strong side. Um, you're going back to RTS. I mean, there's so much competition in that midfield mm. that he potentially might not even play, yeah, in the Sarah, she'd just be in there. To kind of you know kind of get him into the environment and stuff like that, but huge probably a good point about Fletcher Newell. He's he's definitely the future mm. of that uh, all black front row. It's only a matter of time, but it would have been great for him to yeah to, to get in there now. You know what the girl was with Lomax? I reckon <clears throat> it's the Hurricanes curse, bro. <laughs> I bet he regrets coming back, but well, the Hurricanes only had three players selected. Three, yeah. Uh, I can't Blues, believe the Blues assertion. had 12. I think Crusaders had 10. We had three. Highlanders, two. And Chiefs, Chiefs five. Maybe. I can't believe the Hurricane social media page put up a post congr- saying congratulations to the three mm. three games. It was depressing. Normally, uh, you know, if you see those Facebook pages and stuff and you see players and you have like three shots and you'd be like a plus seven or something. Mm. Eh? I was, yeah, I saw that and I thought, <clears throat> well, yeah, that's. 
That is pretty depressing. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, that's a whole nother. Obviously played Avalon on the weekend, but their um, favourite son, Nasafo, missed out as well. Um, oh, yeah. So he, he didn't make it. Ken's curse. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, competition at hook is pretty strong at the moment, though, when you've got Cody, Colsey, and um, Simsoni uh, at hooker as well. This and is there's what... other guys as well. Kurt Eklund's been playing really well as well. So Even at nine, I mean, like, mm. you know, there's five halfbacks. There's only three three spots yeah. in there. Even a guy like Cortez. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, honestly, I watched them for the last few years come through. And this year, I thought, man, that guy's, that guy's mighty work this year. Mm. But, you know, there's just so many other good nines ahead of him. So. What about um, Sam Kane? Do we do we like him in the squad? Do you want him there? I'd have him in the squad. I don't know if I'd have him as captain, to be fair. I have him on the bench. Mm. I just don't know if... I, I mean, I, I'm a Sam Kane fan. Mm. I reckon he's um, he doesn't get a lot of credit for the work that he does. But just with his injuries and his thing, I just would have had someone maybe else just take the leadership off. Mm. Is Colsey still the player that that everyone thinks he is? Yeah, I reckon. You've never liked him, eh? No, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no, I get on really well with Colsey. Me and him were roomies uh, when I was uh, part of the Lions as well, so for my five games, two games. The um, only reason I say that is you've got Colsey, Whitelock, Retallick, like these guys are getting on now. Hmm. At what point do we start releasing them as a staff after World Cup next year? Yeah, but we still need them. Yeah, but we still need those locks, especially. Yeah. Well, they released TJ. Yeah. But <laughs> um, no, no, I, I'm, I, I think I'll definitely put Colsey yeah. um, in Blacks just as, like, especially his competitive nature as well. It's quite infectious, and the off the field stuff as well. He's a he's a natural leader, so he demands. A lot higher standards from people off the field as well. So having guys like him around is pretty crucial. Mm. Um, he's not the same player as what he once was. He's not going to be scoring sort of 40, 50 metre tries and running around wingers and stuff like that. But he's still adds a lot of value, I think. Cody's the guy. Yeah, Cody's the guy. Colsey's, um, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't be against having a Colsey starting and a Cody coming off the bench with Cody's explosiveness or a Samasoni coming on and with his um, ball carrying as well. But um, no, I definitely think oh, I would have definitely I would have put Coles in my team if I was selecting as well. I just don't know where Asafor goes from being the next best thing. Come off this awesome twenties campaign, saw some of his highlights pop up the other day. He was amazing. Coming as a was he an apprentice player into the squad, and then just just drop out of favour all the way through through to the Canes. Like I bet he leaves the Canes and does super awesome. <laughs> yeah. My only issue with the um, All Black squad was the mobility of our Type 5. Mm. We looked a bit slow. Well, that's what I didn't get about Kautukuafi um, as well, was that they talked about how they needed props that could also ball carry and have a skill set around the field, but then he's not there at all. Yeah, when we do that, we gas out. Yeah. Um, but they might, I don't know, they might be looking to play a bit more direct. Yeah. yeah, it might just be horses for courses. So um, this is just sort of play Ireland and then yeah, might be uh, yeah, different squad selected later on. Nice. We'll quickly go uh, through some results uh, before we go to a couple of segments and questions. Uh, Cowboys, NRL, Cowboys 31, uh, the Drags uh, 12, um, Titans 16, Rabbits 30. 
the Roosters, 18. <clears throat> Storm, 26. Bronx, they're rolling on, 24. I hate that. Uh, Raiders, 18. Tigers, 4. Seagulls, 30. Uh, Knight, 6. Panties, 42. Jeez. Players backed up to a... Tough game this week, though. Who they got? Warriors. This this could be 80 0. <laughs> yeah. Could be 80 0. I hope so. It'll really help my super coach team. As TP said, though, for the Warriors, for them, they oh, probably more likely the 80 0 part of it. But like he said against Melbourne a few, few weeks ago, it'll either be 70 0 or Warriors one by one sort of thing. But that's either one. I've never given up on the Warriors as much as I have given up on them this year. Oh, frustrating. So yeah. frustrating. Uh, Warriors 16, Sharkies uh 38, the doggies mm. 34, Eels 4. Shame, Paramount. yeah, big time. Uh, really cost Hack a lot of money. That one, Hack's doing really well on his tab, but that one killed him. Over to the NBA, Celtics are down two mm. to three. Mm. Game six tomorrow, yep. Warriors. Yep, they're wrapping done. it up, eh? They're wrapping it up here. Nah, I'm going Celtics tomorrow. Same. They're going to level it up. Forcing a game seven. I reckon oh, yeah. It's going to go to game seven. As a neutral sports fan, there's nothing more I want to see than a game seven. COVID actually really helped me get right into the NBA. <laughs> I got COVID. Which when... COVID? COVID one or two? I yeah, yeah. COVID <laughs> the third, this was, definitely. Um, and then I was locked down, feeling pretty crap. Most of my girlfriend's doing loads of work from home all day. And I was watching three games of NBA all day. And it was amazing. I mean, so you so got your good. girlfriend doing all the housework <laughs> and you're just there watching TV all day? No, she was doing her job. Yeah. <laughs> Man, everybody's favourite, Gig Grinders. Gig Grinders, get your gear grounded. <laughs> That was off the cuff, yeah. So, open floor. Does anybody have any uh, gears to grind? I thought I wrote some down. I thought a bit of one. Um, just the random people that show up around the club and just talking lots of nonsense. Um, down at the down at the uh, Saturday when we're warming up, just random people. I'm just like, what's going on here? Is that your uncle or something? But it's no one's relative. Don't even know him. Shame if it is someone's relative, though. It's not. I checked. Where that's not as well. Huge. <laughs> no, I've been pretty good this week. I don't, can't think of anything off the top of my head. You went through a lot of uh, vehicle car ones. Yeah. Like too many, eh? Yeah. Like, I've been listening to all the pods, and I'm starting <laughs> to think... You're the problem on the roads. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but no, nah, I do. I'm, I'm a lot better now. I think it's been um, therapeutic coming to these pods and sort of letting things out about my uh, road rage and sort of calm me down a bit more. So I uh, thank you guys for uh, being my therapy. Thank the listeners because they stuck around. <laughs> yeah. mm. Ben or is you got anything that grinds your gears? I've got a, I've got one. Um, did a bit of travel at the end of last week, just just up to Auckland and back. Um, 
but trapping, eh? Like people, people know. Everyone knows it's you just take one piece as you carry on. But people that try to get away with like seven pieces, and I'm talking like a little wheelie, and then there's the a plane? backpack, and then there's a handbag, and then there's a new world bag, and then there's a gym bag, and a it's, it's a real flight risk. Bag. Yeah. Yeah, just seems very Hope Harkopper, that, that <laughs> yeah. sort of behavior. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to. I, I, I thought Have of Hope, but I thought this is how Hope, I mean, this is how Hope travels. But yeah, it's amazing, eh? The, the, just the audacity that some people have try to get away with it. And but everyone can see you trying to manage your seven and a half bags. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. It's worse when you when you board the plane and you're sort of not first and you're not last and everyone's waiting for you to yeah. put your bag under the seats and try mm. and fit your oversized bag in the locker. Yeah. Just watching other people do it's terrible. <laughs> not <Yeah>. myself. <laughs> yeah. And then the etiquette, you know, with when the plane lands, obviously everything's in a rush to get off and that, but if you hit the back of the plane, just wait. Yeah, pay the extra five bucks to get a front seat if you want to get off. Pay the money to sit in the front. But yeah, people, people, you know, they and it's funny because you watch people that sit in the aisle and then they kind of, they're kind of leaning to kind of make sure that no one gets past them, you know, <laughs> while they're waiting to stand up. It's quite funny. Yeah, yeah traveling was um, just yeah, brought back some of those gear grinders. I've got two, yeah. and they're related. So the first one I'll say is car related. So you're like this each, is when you're, say, driving and you want to turn into a place say a petrol station and the cars that are in traffic don't leave a hole for people to turn mm. they just you know block it up muppets mm. every time these these two places you know when you turn left out of my not my street but bell road maybe mm. to go towards bp yep and then there's that street you turn right people always cover that and then turning into bp people always covering it mm. So you sit there and wait like a gronk for the lights down there to turn red so you can turn in. Mm. Really grinds my gears. That's part one of two. So going into BP, obviously you're at home and you've pre-ordered your coffee. Mm. So you know you can get down to training pretty pretty smartly or wherever you're heading. There's a reason why you've pre-ordered your coffee. It's because you're either in a rush or you just want to be well prepared. But when you go pick it up and your ticket's still sitting on the machine and they haven't started it yet if i was a complainer i would complain mm. but i just sit there and take it <laughs> and wait yeah just following on with your first one <clears throat> um it's the jackson street and whatever main street is coming off around about Patoni, and there's the the buses next to the train station and it's yellow it's marked yellow so you're not supposed to stop don't there. stop there and obviously because the buses need room to get out and people that stop there and then the buses will cut them off and they're getting angry at the bus. Yeah. Like, it's clear. You're not supposed to be stopped there. Learn the road rules. Yeah, the, the rules for a reason. Yeah, Exactly. Billy. Is this triggering you anymore? Uh, I was about to say something <laughs> traffic related, but I've, um, I'm trying to move on. I'm, I'm a new change man now. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. You must have struggled in the motherland of England. I didn't actually drive. Didn't have a car over there, so I was, uh, yeah, I avoided it. Thankfully, yeah, I think. mm. yeah, you've triggered heaps for me. Shoot, 
but I try and be quite positive generally and try not to moan about as much things as possible. But I've got a couple of technology-based ones, oh, yeah, sure. which probably relates back to me liking, you know, nature and all that kind of stuff. Um, big one, Apple watches and smart watches. And you're having a conversation with someone and then a message or something comes up on that. And, oh, sorry, what were you saying? And you just go, well, I was trying to tell you a really cool story. Do you guys have a smartwatch? Anyways? Warehouse, 20 bucks. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. What's the difference of going like this and like that? Like for me, pers- personally, I don't. I turn off all my messages. I don't mm. like text coming up on my... Because if there's some stuff text that you don't want people to see and it's just there right on your wrist, then... Yeah, like if you're playing up and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, no, I, I don't use it for that. I just use it for, um, I like to say my training, but I don't do a lot of that lately either. But, um, yeah, I, I don't mind them. They're all good. Um, so we, so all the fourth Hurricane 20s, we all got given watches um, just to monitor the thing. And the boys got them, put them on. They didn't know how quite how to use them. And then we're at meetings and they're just beeping and going off like every two seconds. So we had to give the boys a little, some of the boys a lesson on how to actually mute things as well. So they can be a bit of a hindrance and a help sometimes as well. You're like, when I'm with my brother and his, his phone's in his hand, mm. but he'll look at his watch. Idiots! <laughs> Any others, Benny? Um, yeah, then my other technology-related one was um, when... I might be a culprit for this as well because I do it all the time, but I don't know how bad it is on the recipient's end. But if I get a phone call and someone's um, calling me through AirPods and all you hear is surrounding noise, um, there's one particular person who likes to call me from home uh, when she's on the move. (laughs) And she lives in London, so she's on the move around cars and buses and then she'll go into a shop and order whatever she's getting from the shop, she'll pick up her dinner and whatever. And I'm listening to everything and all the screeches and the noises and it kills me. Really, really hurts my ears and I can't hear anything. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I apologise if I'm one of those people. I've got some Sony headphones though, so I reckon mine would be, be fine. Technology. Um, now that we've uh, thrown our grinders into the safe space, is anything really spinning your wheels at the moment? Anything positive that our listeners Ben Bailey England are 2-0 up against New Zealand in the test match but to bring it back a little bit more neutral two Kiwis are at the helm doing a great job for us so if yeah. that doesn't kick me out then yeah, yeah I'm stoked no, you're right, you're I'm stoked for Stokes and McCullum what do you are? and you can see in the way they played I don't know if anyone's a cricket fan but the way that they played the last test you know big scores posted well, we're looking at a draw here. Nah, came out and battered Go it. Go for it. Yeah, loved it. That really got me going. It's the way cricket should be played. Absolutely. With absolute gay abandon. Anyone else? Anything spinning your wheels? Oh, spun, spun my wheels. We've got uh, three Petoni boys in the NZ Twins. I don't know if we talked about it because they hadn't been named oh. yet, had they? So. Um, our three Petoni boys making the New Zealand under-20s for second year. Were any of those guys captain? Um, Peter's in the leadership group, I know that. 
Um, whether or not he's captain or not, I'm not too sure. But yeah, but um, yeah. So Peter Riley and and our adopted uh, villager Ezra. Yeah. Um, great to see. Uh, yeah, those three make the twenties as well. So mm. yeah, all the best for the upcoming uh, camp, and hopefully they can uh, come back and finish the year off with with the club. And look after look after your kit. A lot of work has gone into <laughs> prepping that kit. <clears throat> you got the wrong stuff, then it's probably fridge. That's uh packed yep. it. Couple of holes. Uh anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> um just how good's transmission galley? Oh, oh it's like, been a while. Have we talked about that on the pod? Not for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just drove drove out the other night. Mm. Great. I still haven't been here So on your way back to Faxmere? On the way back from Faxmere, yeah. Yeah, yeah, drove on it. Um, the rest of uh, the other road was all flooded out, but not old Transmission Gully. Good to go. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> well, we'll transition mm. to the next, uh, the next thing. Um, just before we finish, I'm just going to ask you, a few random questions, guys. So we've gone back to the random question mm-hmm. generator. Um, were you here for the last one, Eugene? Yep. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Around the table. Keep your answers within 30 seconds. What do you consider the best decision you've made thus far in your life? Oh. Best decision. Hey, we that. asked. Yeah. This is why the question generator has been so good to us. Hope, I think you have a question for us too, don't you? Oh. Coming up short after this one. For me, real easy one. It was um, probably when I moved over to Oz, I moved back home. That was big for me. Yeah. Huge. I hope. I've got one, but I feel mean saying it, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah, don't say that. Um. Does anyone else know this right now? Nah. Can we maybe just rattle through the questions? Yep. And then we can have a little bit of a think of all the tough questions. Here. Well, do you have an answer for that one, Betty? Well, it's a bit boring, but it's pretty much the same as Fridgy, really, moving over here. I guess recently I've moved in with my girlfriend. And that's, oh, hey. that's been awesome. <laughs> Give that time might be the, the worst. Nah, <laughs> Just kidding. Best compliment you've ever received? Isra. Oh, gee. That's a, that's a good question, eh? Um, yeah, to be honest, any compliment that I receive, um, I just credit that back to my parents because, mm. you know, the, the way that they raised me to try and be the best that I can be. Uh, can just do good. Just be good. Um, that's really, yeah. So it's, it's yeah, that, that's probably, yeah, that's probably just the way that I kind of, I'm not really one for, you know, kind of, um, it's hard for me to kind of receive um, compliments. I kind of always deflect it back to, mm. yeah, mum and dad and say, oh, look, you know, that's, that's 
things have worked out. That's probably the way I can the way I can really put it. As my compliments only come from my mum and dad. So mine was gonna be mum called me a handsome young man once. Mm. That's probably the best one I can remember. Nice. Huge. Oh yeah, probably similar to his. So and it's just probably I tried to flick, but it's um yeah, just being called a good bugger, I guess. Being easy to get on with and not being a dickhead most of the time. Yeah. Hakopa. Um, I don't know if this is the best one, but one I do like is like after a night out and someone says to you, you were good last night. Oh, sorry. It's going to be a couple of premium. Welcome to the <laughs> Rugby OnlyFans. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, don't worry. Oh, uh, continue, continue. Finish it. You gotta fix it. <laughs> I don't know if it's fixable. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean my behaviour. <laughs> behaviour, right? Yeah, that's good. Get me home. <laughs> um. What about you, Fridge? <laughs> Oh, what was it? I don't know. Yeah, haven't really thought about it. I'm the one that asked the question. Maybe just, you know, get kind or nice or whatever. Well, then I was good last night. (laughs) (laughs) I hope... hope, (laughs) Hmm. Did you want to ask yours? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so I went, to, well, I don't know if it's a bit depressing, but I actually went to a funeral the other night. And then I was driving back home and I was just thinking about life and just wondering, um, like, when you get to, like, say, your deathbed or whatever, um, when you're old and you look back on your life, like, what would it have been, like, how what would have been your goal for life? Not like, it doesn't have to be materialistic, but just sort of like, what kind of person do you hope you would have been? Um, and how would you feel about, like, how proud would you be of yourself? Does that make sense? I know it's a biggie. Um, and I brought it up only because I've answered this. Uh, and all I said was, like, if I if I get old or, get to that age one day I just mine would be real simple like I don't have big life goals or anything like that I just pretty simple guy um just wanted to live a pretty simple life be like be nice have have good memories is the main thing that I want and create sorry memories of friends and family and stuff um yeah and just just have enough to to go on and live on and um all that kind of stuff and just look past on look back on just fun times good memories um good people and yeah not much of a big travel or not big on material things and and stuff like that so that was how i answered it i think you guys um 
yeah, I guess for me would be um, just making sure that when I do leave that the family that's left behind are in a good place. Um, so it's particularly my kids, just making sure that they've been set up and they're all good. And then, you know, hopefully I'm around long enough to be a grandparent um, as well. And, you know, the rest of the family are left in a good place. Um, in terms of looking back and reflecting on my life, yeah, I think I'd be pretty proud, I guess, that I've managed to do a few things in my life, which I'm pretty happy that I've managed to tick off. So I'm pretty happy and uh, proud about that. So, yeah, just leaving the people I've left behind in a good place once I've left. Nice, bro. Uh, ben Bailey. Yeah. Um, I think saving someone's life in some way, like doing the ultimate um, good thing for somebody else, even if it was just one person, it'd be nice to know that you've done something and whatever it was that you did or however it was that you did it, you managed to save them from being in trouble or going in a downward spiral. Um having that kind of influence and knowing that you had that influence that turned them around to them having a really good life as well. And that could be the same as like you guys say with your friends and your family. Yeah. That'd be quite a nice thing to be like, Oh, okay. Well, I did a good thing at the end of it. Easy. Yeah. I think sometimes some of the the tragedies around funerals is it's not so they've gone that you hear. You know, like all the stories. potentially, yeah, yeah, so many good things. The, the kind natured person that they were, the love that they have for so many people that sometimes when they're gone, it's it's almost too late to kind of hear that because it'd be nice if people knew that while they were, you know, still around. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think I think because tomorrow's never promised, you just want to kind of live every day like it's the last, you know your last day on earth so I've, yeah one thing I've learned and I probably learned a long time ago was just to yeah just to really make the most of every day because you know it's not, it's not guaranteed you're going to wake up tomorrow so yeah if you can I think being put it on the nail on the head if you can bless someone in whatever way you can every day um, and you know and making them feel good and you know feel better is in turn going to make you feel good and feel better yourself as well so yeah, that, I think that's just it, really. Just, yeah, just appreciate <clears> what you've got. And, hey, because... Even small things like compliments oh. like you did last night. Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hope was... Yeah. She was amazing. You know, but, um, yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, just, yeah, just, um, yeah, make sure you count your blessings, you know, uh, every day, every morning, get up. I mean, you know, you try and... I don't pray every day, but I try and make sure that when I wake up in the morning, just give thanks to... Yeah, to well, I give thanks to God, but whoever you and you know, whatever realm it is, um, for what you have, because yeah, because it, things will be taken away just like that. So, yeah, it's probably what you mean. Yeah, and I think that's something I forgot to say as well. And you kind of made it, um, made a good point there was you, everyone has like life events or events in their lives that kind of gives them experience and things like that like we've lost you know people close to us and stuff and I think what I was explaining to Hope uh, the other day was um, I like spending time more with people now because it, it's it's time you know that you won't get back um, later or something like that it sounded way better when I when I wrote it but yeah <clears throat> I enjoy spending time with people which is why I'm 
guess I'm always hanging out and, and stuff like that. But yeah, shot of hope, good question and good answer before. Uh, oh, you didn't answer it. Which one? Did one? you answer your one? Yeah. Nah. Um, <clears throat> oh, for me, I was just, I guess, just knowing that I was a good person. Um, yeah, and just the ones around me um, know that I love them, sort of thing. Just, mm. Yeah, really. That was me. Yeah. Nice. Um, we're going to look at the weekend ahead as we slowly start to tap out tonight. And let me just get up the right. <clears throat> I haven't even brought up the draw. <laughs> yep. That is what I'm going to do if everyone just hangs in there. Well, we, can, <laughs> we can go over the girls' games then. Um, so Wainui and Avalon have their final um, for the second of, do you know what that's called? Tia Pussy. Yeah, so that finals are this weekend, and then we have. Oh, Izzy Ford is. Tia Pussy is the main one. Your Tia Pussy, Izzy Ford. Yeah, so the Izzy Ford um, Cups this weekend, and all trophies. I don't know what one of those. And then um, semi finals for the the top div this weekend, which is MSP versus Ories and uh, Ponies versus North. Get up the ponies. Oh, we'll get into that shortly. <clears throat> but yeah, good stuff. Thanks for, for doing it. Uh, look at the villager uh, weekend ahead. Uh, we'll start off uh, the Prems or home against the J- J- Johnsonville Seagulls. Um, 2.45. Thoughts on this game? Big game, obviously. The boys need a, well, a couple of bonus point wins to probably lock in the Swindale. Um, still a couple of games left there. Can't get complacent or anything. No, we can't, and it's <coughs> it's that. Yeah, the, the, I think the boys are. I mean, you know, obviously the training tonight there were a few drop balls, and you know, naturally as it is, it's been a long year. It's been a big year, um, and we're in, we're in a position that we're not normally in as well, which is quite foreign to the boys. So, with that, you know, um, yeah, it's great that obviously we've got our leaders out there that are uh, keeping the boys. You know, a vocal and trying to keep the boys, um, yeah, connected because it's, um, like you said, we're in the driver's seat. We're normally at this stage of the year, we're we're hoping, we're sort of fighting to try and yeah. stay in the eight. We're looking at how we can try and get into the four. So it is quite foreign for us. But um, mate, Johnsonville, mate, they've had a big week. Third game in seven days. Uh, for us, I think we just need to start hard and fast. You know, because if we can do that. Um, you know, you, you just think that that um, attrition, that rate that they've been put through, they played Parapunum last Saturday, they played Hutt last night, and it looked like they probably ran a few young guys with the intention of, you know, trying to keep some of their more experienced campaigners, seasoned guys, fresh for Saturday. But you'd think that if we, yeah, can get off to a, a, a good start, that, it's, it, that might run out of gas, which, um, yeah, obviously that's, that's the plan. So... Yeah, we just we just can't afford to kind of <clears throat> build into it. We really need to, yeah, kind of try and put them away early, and yeah, and then try and bank the points, and yeah, and then go go again next week. Was that game last night compulsory? What do you mean? Did they have to play that game last night? Well, that, it was yeah. it was the replay, so it was the one with the COVID where they had agreed, or not the teams hadn't agreed, but they were told that they'll three points each, but then 
Tawa in Hanoi Boys, I believe, wanted to play the game. So, because they feel like they, well, they did, they missed out on getting maximum points. So, yeah. Weird. Mm. Pretty weird, especially from Tawa. You're already locked into Jubilee. Top eight, maybe. No chance of winning Swindown. A but, lot of risk going off three games. But I think Tawa, their intention is to try and Top four. get into the four, which gives you that. <clears throat> well, well, it means that they're not in the five eight to eight yeah. where we were in that position last, last year. year. You lost, and then you're you're out of the reckoning. So true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our Colts travel out to Fraser Park to take on uh, the Avalon Wolves. Um, Colts thirteen plus. Nice disrespect to everyone, huge. Um, Just more confidence in our boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm. the... <laughs> uh, they got any academy boys in their cult set up, huge? They get any allocation? Uh, no, nah, not this year. Not, not this, this year, year no. Uh, the under-85s, who had a cheeky courty in the courtyard last week. Um, good to see them enjoying the club and all that. Uh, take on Javel here at home as well. 2.45, same time as Prems. Why? Why the same time? Unbelievable. Patani Rick number two at 245. Uh, the Prezies, huge game. They travel up to Jerry Collins Stadium to take on Norths, 245. Same time as the Prems. Prem Reserves, one o'clock here at home uh, versus Johnsonville. And game of the round, we're calling it the Ponies versus Norths. Uh, out there at uh, Jerry Collins uh, Stadium. Is it still Jerry Collins Stadium? Yeah, the, the yeah, Jerry Collins <clears throat> Stadium was the number one, number one field. Yeah. yeah, that's how they kind of. They should call it Jerry Collins Stadium then. Yeah. In the draw. Um, off the back of your uh, win on the weekend, I uh, hope Gil's pretty confident heading, heading out to their tunnels. Yeah, I think. Oh, I think I might have been saying this years earlier, but it's probably the first year where like you can feel the buzz in the team. Where like we go into a semi-final and it's sort of like not cocky, just yeah, just confident in ourselves. Um yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Nice. No, sorry, Ben, did I come to you on the, the Premier's game? Thoughts on, on the weekend's game? Looking forward to it. I think the boys are gonna go well. Yeah, big time. Um, especially coming off the Avalon game where I feel like we've got more in the tank. I think we've got a really good opportunity to win the Swindale Shield for one, which is a huge achievement, but win it in a positive way. We've got two more games where we can kind of build off what we're doing well, be really, really positive and enthusiastic about the season we've had so far and what we can still do moving up towards the Jubilee Cup. Mm. Um, And I love the fact that we've got you know, these two teams who will be a challenge. Um, we can hopefully do a number on the both of them so we can enter that quarterfinal really good stead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see some players come back as well from various little injuries or sabbaticals or because um, it's always good as an SSC coach to see a bit of longevity in your, in your players. Yeah. That's what the, all the prep's for. And the injuries have kind of fallen in a, <clears throat> in a manner like it's help, helped us grow some real depth this year for once here me um swindell swindell shield action huddle boys take on 
the Billy Goats. Pat Rick number one. Up over you. Give us uh, your your comments or uh, winning team and margin. Start with you, Easy. Um, well, it's a big, it's been a big week for Hutt as well. You know, that's probably. I think that's probably what's going to count against him tomorrow. Oh, come on, on Saturday really is, is probably. Um, Obi will be obviously a lot fresher. Um, Hutt know that now they're in um, a pretty good position to kind of push for that window shield as well. Obviously, they they need to keep winning as well and pick up bonus points. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think OBU might might be a bit too fresh on, on the weekend. And I think, did OBU slip up a week or two ago? Yeah, or they lost to Ori's. They lost. They did, was it Ori's they lost? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. OBU. Oh, well, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, they had a loss. No, Norse. Norse, Norse, yeah, yeah. Norse sorry. Norse, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then obviously bounced back last week against the action, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm picking over you in a close one this week. Nice. Uh, Benny? I'm going over you 13 plus. Yay! I agree. Hutt, three games, like yeah. says, three games, yeah. seven days, and over you have got momentum on their side. Mm. Yeah. 74-0, was it, against Axman? And money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, sorry, Huge? Yeah, no, 13 plus. I agree with Benny. Um, more hope that it's going to be 13 plus than anything, but yeah, I think maybe you'll get up. Ha, Copa? Uh, yeah, hoping that uh, OBU will get up and don't let them get a bonus point. Is that what we want? Or did I? Yeah. Either or, yeah. Neither of them. None of them getting bonus points. But do us a favour for once, OBU. <laughs> you ruin the party every other year. And saying that over you are quite close behind us as well. So um, obviously we don't want to assume that we're just going to go and win both games or um, bonus points. Confident we will, but you know, don't want to assume. But yeah, don't also over you are coming up close behind us as well. So yeah, I'd tricky. just rather get clear this week. Yeah, and then next week take care of next week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, MSP at home out of Evans Bay. Uh, they couldn't do the job last week on PK. But surely they'll do a job against one or is. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, yeah, it'll be MSP and a cancer, I think. Yeah, what tough year for one, eh? But knowing then they'll you know, they'll get up for us. They will get yeah. up for us next week. But yeah, I think MSP will be too good. Yeah. You know, I'd be happy if like one or defaulted next week. <laughs> no, because then they'll get we <clears throat> might get three points. Hey? Eh? No, nah, it's five for a default. They might quite COVID. Uh, Bailey, uh, 13 plus MSB. Yeah, I reckon so. At home, long way to go, isn't it? For winery, yeah, at home, they're they're big in their uh, their dogs, aren't they? MSB, so they're just going to take it to them, I reckon. Yeah, again, dogs. they've been a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little how worried am I? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not beyond them. They, I know we can put in a good performance and it's, um, it's going to be interesting over the next few weeks as well to see what super rugby players turn out for different clubs as well. Um, I think Hurricanes might be on a bit of a couple of week rest, but I mean, they might have Peter Umunga Jensen next week available to them. I know Ruben loves in the Maldives, but 
um, whether or not he's available. But in, in general, in the, in the club scene as well, it's just around what players sort of show up for their clubs. I mean, you look at an Ori's that could potentially have Alex Fido, Xavier Numea, Julian Savi all turning out for them. Norths as well with the Garden Bishops and Duplessis and TJ potentially as well down the line. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting over the next few weeks to see what impact those players have or if they do actually play for their club as well. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Hope. MSP, Father Clarys versus Wanui. Uh Yeah, I think MSP should should get up over Wanui. Nice. Game of the week, Norths versus Axemen. Easy. Oh, we got to go around the table. <laughs> 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 Next. Next. <clears throat> yeah. Bump. B- big year for the X-Men, though. Hang in there, boys. Uh, Outside versus Avalon Wolves. Yeah. Or, Same again? Or, yeah. or in Toronto. Yeah. All around. Uh, here's another big game. Porniki, uh versus Tawa. Mm. Cabrini Park. PK at home. No Dan Coles. Yeah. I'm assuming there's no Dan Coles. Yeah, look, a couple of weeks ago, Trent Renata was um, pretty vital in, in, in Tawa. The party starter? And the, yeah, and the draw that we had. Because if he, if he wasn't playing, we, we, we were winning that game. He kept them in the game. Um, I'll go Tawa. I'll go Tawa and probably a bit of an upset. Which will obviously work nicely for us, but I, I just think Tower. Um, you know, they played last night as well, but yeah, they've got a they've got a big bruising forward pack that might just um, take a bit of the heat out of the Pornica pack, and Trent will steer them around. So Tower and a close one there. Hmm. Billy. Yeah, I agree. Again, they're on the rise, aren't they? Hmm. I think they'll do it. I think it's going to be really close, but I think they'll do it. Huge, why did the party started decide to play again? Just did they need someone? Yeah, he's, he's sort of been reluctant to play, but they've had a few injuries. They didn't really have a, a, a quality 10 there as well because they um, had young Tafuka Pongos, fresh out of school. He's normally a midfielder, actually playing at 10 as well. So I think that and a few other injuries in that meant because Luke Wormsley, who was in my 19s last year as well, um, as a 10, him and TJ were out of 10s last year, he got injured as well. So Trent sort of stepped in. Reluctantly, according to him. Um, but yeah, as you said, he's that game against us, he sort of shows he's still got that talent. He's, mm. I mean, he's not, he's only, he was playing professional rugby two years ago. <clears throat> um, and he's not an old, he's still young. So um, still got quality there. Um, and it's good for them. And then in terms of Tawa, I agree. I think Tawa are going to get up. Um, this is their time of the year where they shine, similar to last year. They sort of, Snuck into the eight last year and then went on to win the whole thing. And they've got a few boys back. So Lotu Nuku, who's their was their starter last year, hooker, really good player. He's come back into the team now, um, so he's available again. A few other boys have come back from injuries as well. So yeah, Tawa are going to be pretty, quite a bit of a threat, I think. Are PK question from the table as good as their result suggests? Uh, I don't say that like a dicky. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Um, <clears throat> and I don't want us to like turn it down. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think it's showed an influence of what Reggie Goods has done as a coach as well. Yeah. Um, it seems like they've created a good culture. Like they've had pretty much that same team for quite a few years. There's not a lot of new faces in there. Um, but this year, I think Reggie's just instilled a bit of resolve into them, a bit of grit into them. 
to be able to grind out a few wins because they've had a few close wins. Um, us, for example. So, yeah, I think they've just got a bit tighter and, and he's put a bit of steel into them to get up those games that he they normally would probably tip over. In. Nice. Mm. Hope. Um, I think um, Pornicky will win. Uh, they're at home, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, they're in a bit of a role, I think, and they've, they've won their last few games at home. So I think it'll be a close one, but I think Pornicky will win that one. Nice. And lastly, Paremasa uh, Plumerson host the Rams. Big game? <clears throat> oh, yeah, I want, I, want, I want the Rams to get up. They've had some pretty demoralizing results. Yeah. Close ones. So I think obviously they got touched up by Hutt, but sounds like they were in that for a bit. But yeah, hope, hopefully they'll go out there to Nati Tour and get the win. So up the Rams. Billy. Yeah, again, I'm with you as I'm not copying you, mate, but <laughs> I do agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Rams have had some close ones and they're really competitive, aren't they? Um I think again it's going to be a close one. Quite an epic one out there. Mm. But I think the Rams will just just take it across. They put in a lot of hard work, it seems, and they deserve to have a little win. So mm. good one for them to to get up. Jason Woodward's back as well, back in the country. Yeah. Yeah, got his clearance. So I think he was close to playing last week against Hutt, but I'm pretty sure they'll find room for him this week. So, Was he over at the Rebels? Yeah, yeah he was at the Canes, Rebels, and then went over to Gloucester. Oh, Gloucester. Mm. Made like a England wider, yeah. wider squad as well. Did he? Yeah. yeah. More than Andy. Mm. Huge. Um, I actually think that's going to be <clears> quite <throat> a close game. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who wins, but yeah, I, I think our part will get up. Uh, 12, 12 and under. Yeah, uh, Rams, Rams are up for me. Yeah. Kinku. Nice. That's us, team. Let's uh, get around the table. Final words and see what everyone's up to for the rest of the week. And Well, rest of the week, it's Friday tomorrow. And Matariki next week. Let's go. Um... Yes, got much on. I know you're real busy. Does it does that continue for the rest of the week for you? Or uh, we've got a big day tomorrow, so um, we fly all the boys into Wellington uh, tomorrow. Shit, you're going to be week. here early t- tomorrow, eh? Yeah, yeah. So of the thirty man squad, so management team already here. Thirty man squad in the NZ20. So the boys, their last night at home with their families, and then they're away for three weeks. So exciting because a few of these boys um, haven't left the country mm. before. One of the boys has never had a passport before until this week. Yeah, has that come through all right? Yes, come through all right. So he's, he's, he's across the line. So really excited. It was, it's, it's quite interesting. I've been uh, communicating with him this whole week and, and he's been talking about, um, well, about this time last week, he said, I don't have a passport. Was that an emergency one that was done? Yeah, he booked an emergency one. Um, but he's all good. Yeah, so yeah, it's really cool when you can kind of, yeah, just sort of feel that excitement as mm. well. Of, you know, for some of these boys, so be cool to, yeah. Um, so that, yeah, obviously, by the time the guys are listening to this pod, it would have happened, but we're bringing them into the rugby club tomorrow, so they'll be here between sort of seven and 12 30, and we'll just, um, yeah, give the boys an opportunity to uh, come in and obviously, um, meet the rest of their teammates. Some of them won't have met before, apart from maybe having played them three weeks ago in Topol, 
Um, and then they'll have an opportunity to, to meet all the management teams. So there'll be obviously, um, we'll move them around in rotation. So they'll have a bit of SNC medical. Um, they need to get through the medical part before I can give them their gear. <laughs> so I'll be the last port. So there'll be SNC one-on-one coaches, nutrition, medical. So if they don't. If they okay. don't, well, if they don't, I need to straight back to the airport. Home, yeah. Send them home or put them in a, you know, if they're just up the line or something. But generally, most of them are flying in, so I might need to. But yeah, but it, it, yeah, we just we just trust it. Obviously, they're they're all feeling pretty good and close to a handy. They'll get their kit. They'll try it on. Um, with the swap, you know. Hey, there's a coffee stain on my hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about it. No, no. Hey, coconut mocha. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then um, and then yeah, and then we'll um, we'll, uh, our CEO will actually will zoom them in, zoom him in to yeah, give the boys some yeah, sort of words of wisdom, wish them all the best, give them a spot of lunch, and then yeah, put them in the vans and send them to Makahika for the night and live in where they'll. Enjoy a bit of team bonding, a bit of team building, and then on to the bay. To the bay for a week. What's on the What's on the uh, menu for lunch? Subway and sushi. Yes. Yeah, so what time is lunch? About 12, 12 30. <clears throat> so if you're in the area, um, yeah. No, but but yeah, that'll be cool. To, yeah, to um, bring one of our national teams here to the club. Be pretty cool. Um, yeah, and try and sow some seeds to a few of the boys that might. Move to Wellington mm. in the future, um, but yeah. No, apart from that, but to be honest, what I'm most excited about this weekend is the ponies game. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been pretty cool. To, it's amazing how obviously this time of the year when you get into the semis, they're normally kind of pretty predictable who's going to win them. But I just said to hope it's tonight. There's potential there that it could be a ponies MSP final, mm. and how good is that? So really excited for the ponies. Of you know, obviously. Um, yeah, but for some of us on Saturdays, we were unable to watch their games unless we're playing at the same venue. But when you think of the girls that have been around for three, four, five years now, I guess, you know, you've got a real good mix there of, you know, seasoned campaigners, obviously Hope, Angel, Leah. Leah, who's just been saying for the last three, four years, <laughs> not going to play anymore. And all of a sudden, she's going to earn her blazer, which is awesome. And awesome for the sisters as well to do that. I know their parents. Uh, it's here. And... Um, and David Wheeler will be just absolutely thrilled when that comes around next weekend. But hopefully the girls get a result this weekend. Yeah, got some good young talent. Obviously, Tyler's come across and Saracen's in the group now. And obviously, Mali has been around for a couple of years now. But just a real good balance. And hopefully, we'll, yeah, mm. we'll, um, yeah, get the get, girls get the, yeah, get over the line this weekend. And how good would that be? You got so, yeah, it. up the ponies. Good luck. Nice, uh, Billy. Has has the rest of your week looking? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Once it gets to Thursday night, I'm pretty chuffed. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to work in the morning, um, and what then time? seven a.m. Yeah, damn. Zoom meeting. Oh, just the Zoom. Yeah, easy. Zoom from I'll me. be in my PJs, mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I've decided we we have a team meeting fortnightly at the pub, yeah. uh, at Sinbin. Um, where the basketball will be being played, so I'm going to stay there till the basketball's over, and then just rugby. Rugby gets me up on the weekend. We've got the Super Rugby final, and what? Sorry, uh, rugby was getting you up for the weekend. 
and uh, the Petoni game against Johnsonville at home. And then I've got a cocktail night. Like I said, I went to the Cook Islands. Um, we've got way too many spirits in the cupboard because we went to Duty Free for the first time in a while. Nice. Saturday night. I've always wanted to go to one of those nights, you know, where people make cocktails and stuff. Yeah. Do you want a car? <laughs> no, but uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, you can all come. I just live around the corner. <laughs> but you have to think of a cocktail and you have to dress as your cocktail. Oh, I was just going to... One star martini? Do water. Just nude. Huge, huge. What's your uh, rest of your uh, looking like? You up to much? Yeah, as I said, I'm pretty busy at work at the moment, so a lot of focus on that. Um, also, the got quite a lot of organising to do for the 19, so um, that's sort of coming up quite fast, faster than I sort of realised the other day when it's not too many weeks until that competition starts. So, Cool question. Do you guys ever feel like it's just too much? Not too much, but mm. like it's a, it's a lot. Yeah, this this week and I'm looking at is he's probably the same. It just felt like this week I've been absolutely bombarded and there yeah. hasn't been much breathing space whatsoever. Um, so that's why this guy's quite keen to come to this pod actually, just to get something different yeah. in as well. So is that the um, only reason? Um, and to see you your faces. Um, but yeah, so it's been busy doing that. But then uh, Saturday, yeah, rugby. So junior rugby in the morning. Uh, thankfully, my son's playing at it. Porirua Park, so I'll be able to go watch his game, then go down to the number one. I'm assuming. Mm. Um, Yes, I might assume the same. Yeah, Um, and watch the ponies. Um, I'm yeah, get hopefully get the win up over Norse. Um, Pretty excited about that actually to go down and watch that, and hopefully see the girls get up. So yeah, and then um, come here and watch the prems, and then I think I'm actually on the bar Saturday night as well. Is he yeah. huge, Joey? Yeah, H. Joey H and myself. Although, so Joey, Joey was said he'll do it, and he um volunteered or voluntold myself and H that we're on with him. But then um one of mine and H's mates from Wanganui is actually having his fortieth that night up in uh, Waitareere Beach, Waitareere Beach. Sorry. Um, so there's a bit of conjecture on if we're going to actually go to the fortieth or help out the bar, but I'll probably stay behind and help out on the bar for that. So um, I think H, H might be shooting off there. You know, it's an iPad and, and stuff on the bar now, eh? Mm-hmm, you guys, yeah. guys going to be all good with technology and stuff? <laughs> well, I think, um, who's on there with us? Shelly. Yeah, Shelly's on with us as well. So she'll no doubt, Charles Ropes. And I think, because H wasn't going to be there, Joey's roped in Tyrell as well. So Tyrell's going to help out on the bar, so... Oh, it'd be good to see H down the club again. <laughs> well, I don't think he, he might not be there. Oh, yeah, true. So, yeah, apart from that, so, yeah, it should be a good night. Um, yeah, see see how the, and we'll see where the night takes us. I uh, hope a uh, big weekend, obviously, for footy. Mm. Uh, big game coming up, especially of the, the 50 games and stuff. But uh, how's, how's the rest of your week looking? Yeah, it's just... Oh. I've just been prepping for the game really um, till Saturday and then, yeah, just the game. That's all really, nothing's quite planned after that um, for the week. So I'm after take off Monday. I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, just rugby and work. It's my life. <laughs> nice. Uh, for myself, uh, really enjoying time away from footy at the moment. <laughs> the, the off days, sorry. Um, 
which is why I asked before, like, does it, does it feel like it? It's like, because for the last couple couple weeks, I've just been feeling like, man, I'm just not looking forward to end of season, but I enjoy the, the off days. Yeah, funny your well. question, actually, because when you asked earlier what was the best decision or whatever you made in your life, we didn't quite get back to it. But I was actually thinking the most recent one was probably not playing rep last year yeah. and having that time off between rugby. It was the first time in like to five years or something yeah. that I had like five months off and it was real strange, but it was was really good. Nice. Mm. That was a good one. Me. But yeah, again, I'm just absolutely wrapped for uh, to see how the, how the ponies go uh, out there against Norse. 80 minutes, ladies. All that stands between you and a final. Just got to do it. Uh, we're all back in yeah. so good luck uh, to the ponies out there and to all our uh, other village teams as well um, going out there to compete this weekend. Um, another home game, so I think Rochelle and them will, will have a feed on uh, for everyone. So come back to the club and have a couple uh, drinks and, and a free feed. Um, other than that, I think we are done. Thank you for listening again. And uh, we'll catch you bright and early next week. Oh, Benny, thanks for coming on again. Really appreciate uh, your time. And I know it took a while to get you on, but hope you enjoyed it as well. It's been a good chat. Yeah, I loved it. Thank you very much, uh, everyone, for having me. And thank you to the club for having me as well. If this is my last season for a little while, I'm sure I'll be back, even if it is. Exclusive, yeah. Nice. Thanks to everyone. Uh, Kids, take it away. It's soon be done. It's soon be done. We are Patoni Rugby. We are Patoni Rugby. When the whistle blows. When the whistle blows. You know it's blue and white time. You know it's blue and white time. I'm gonna stand with the village beside me. Play for. Play for the ones who win before me. Can't stop. Can't stop Patoni Rugby. We're blue and white until we die.